Remember the young man who rang 10 or so days ago? He said he was heading off to Queenstown for a holiday with his young family. He really wanted to have a good time. He'd been working hard, saving for the holiday. But the warnings about Omicron were ramping up and he was sort of undergoing a risk assessment, just wanting to talk it over. He decided that he would still fly to Queenstown, he would still take the family away, but that he would only visit attractions that were outside in the open air. He'd steer clear of indoor venues, like restaurants and cafes in particular. I would really love to hear from him. I hope he made it and he and his family had a really lovely time. But it would have been touch and go in terms of the timings, because just a week ago, Omicron was a looming threat. Now, Queenstown is the epicentre of Omicron in the South Island, with dozens of businesses and hospo venues having to shut their doors because of the isolation rules, the self-isolation rules, and the close contact rules. They're as fit as buck rats. Nothing wrong with them, but because of the isolation and contact rules, there are no staff. Businesses are having to shut their doors. Queenstown is a prime example of just how tough the tourism and hospo sectors are doing. All businesses are doing it tough. I mean, I've got a number of emails here from, I'll read that one one of those to you in a moment, from a a small business just explaining how tough it is with these close contact self-isolation rules without the availability of rats. But Queenstown's a prime example of just how tough the tourism and hospo sectors are doing. Hospo was struggling before Omicron hit, after the pandemic hit, it really, really suffered. Picked up a little bit, and then Omicron hit. Waiting tables, mixing drinks, prepping meals are great jobs for young men and women backpacking around the world. So with the borders closed, there was a massive contraction in the business. So even when the doors were open, it was really tough to get the staff. Then with the rules around different lights and alert levels and Auckland being locked up for much of last year, it was a double-triple whammy for HOSPO. And now we have the arrival of Omicron, and without any kind of government support, this latest variant may well be the straw that breaks HOSPO's back. This is worse than the global financial crisis. This is worse than SARS. This is two years in the making, Mike. You know, and don't forget, we're at the forefront of the brunt of the economic cost of the COVID health settings. We have been from day one. It's a jagged pill to swallow when we hear on the podium that they've taken into consideration and then taken a balanced approach. Yeah. It's certainly not balanced from our point of view. We're so close to getting through this, yeah? yeah. And why would, they, why would they just leave us stranded now? Well, indeed, that's Julie White, Hospitality New Zealand CEO, speaking on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. So many restaurants, so many cafes are family businesses. To keep them going, it's all hands on deck. And frequently, the family home is holding up the family business. So any failure of a business has huge, far-reaching ramifications that go way beyond the immediate family. Julie White says with Omicron, the end is in sight. They just need a bit of support from the government, the taxpayer, to get them to the finish line. If you're in hospo or tourism, I'd love to hear your story. Are you still hanging in there? Without any kind of definite dates from the government, do you have an end date in your own mind at when 
you believe you can start to recover or is that still a long way away? You're just going day by day. Have you got out? Have you seen the writing on the wall and thought, no, I'll cut my losses. Can't get the staff. Under these phases or settings or whatever the hell they are we're in at the moment, you can't have more than 100 people. People are a bit windy about going out. You know, they're doing their own risk assessments. Where are you at? Can you keep going? Do you need government support to get you through the Omicron phase and just hope that when you get over the mountain, there's not another mountain on the other side? And as a taxpayer, do you think it's fair that if support has been offered to hospital and tourism at the beginning of the pandemic, that support should remain until we can say the pandemic is over? Or is there a limit to your generosity as a taxpayer? We've supported hospital and tourism up to a point for two years now. Omicron's about in the community, about to reach the peak. Do we hold fast, keep going with the support until we can say the Omicron strain has been dealt to? Do you bite the bullet now or keep the support going? 